Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, let me get your attention real quick. I'm not going to take too much time. MyBookie.ag, promo code WCE100, gives you a 100% deposit bonus until November 1st. So go ahead and get signed up. MyBookie.ag, it is the best online sports book. Two-day payouts. Honestly, it's like going to Vegas, only from your cell phone. You can do it from your cell phone. You can do it from your computer, wherever. MyBookie.ag, put in... Promo code WCE100 and knock that thing out. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from WinningCuresEverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? I bet you don't care. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. That's right. Winning Cures Everything podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. This is episode number 152. And it is the Get That Freaking Money podcast. So, now I will admit, times have been a little tough. But right now, we got the bookies right where we want them. Everything is set up perfectly. We're going to come in strong this week. We got good feelings about all these games. Look, immediately when the Lions came out, and I don't know about you, Chris, when the Lions came out, I felt good. I immediately had like seven, eight, nine, ten thousand games that I felt really good about. I was, and man, I was starting to pick World Series games. I was like, man, I'm about to win everything. And then I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to hold on a minute. Because if I start winning everything, Vegas is going to be on me. 
<laughs> or wherever this mybookie.ag thing is. Anguilla. Anguilla's going to be on me. They're going to send somebody to the U.S. And they're going to come to my house. So I had to slow it down a little bit. So well, I, Look, I got five college football games. Chris has got five college football games. I got three NFL games. Chris got the same thing. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Game number one. Friday night. Tulane at Memphis. Look, Memphis is rolling right now. They're going to be favored over everybody that's left on the schedule. At least until they get to the AAC Championship game. Yes. But Tulane, Willie Fritz. Look, Tulane is like top 20 in the country running the football. They average almost 300 yards rushing. I say almost 300. It's like 260-something yards rushing. But it's that weird triple option kind of thing that, that Fritz did at Georgia Southern that absolutely gave everybody fits. It gave Alabama fits. It gave Florida fits. It looked Memphis's defense, they're, they're being held up by crutches and, and splints and whatever. Like Houston, had they just stuck to what they were doing, Houston could have won that football game. Quit letting your boy throw it. Just hand it off every time. But no, no, they wanted to get cute. We know how Major Applewhite is. We got that. Look, Tulane is an 11-point underdog. They have been covering like crazy this year. They just covered against South Florida. Look, South Florida was up big. I ain't going to lie. But Tulane got back in that thing, got it down to six points. At that point, it's just kind of up to whatever, right? So I look for Tulane to cover this plus 11. I think Memphis will win. They got the hearts of champions. They're going to win the game. But they're not going to cover 11. Not against Willie Fritz. That game scares me. Memphis did such a good job with this piecemeal defense holding Navy. And and that's what scares me. Yeah, Plus, but they didn't really hold Navy. That's the thing. That's See, here's the problem with that Navy game. Navy ran for over 300-something yards. It was like 315 yards. And they turned the football over five times. Yeah, no, they, you're right. They and okay, they did have all the turnovers. So that's why the score was low. And I don't know that now. If Tulane turns the ball over five times, no, you can't win. Ain't the no game. No, that's right. That's right. Okay, all right. Well, I can buy that. I can buy that. So now, what's gonna suck is if I bet on Tulane and then they end up beating Memphis and then everybody in Memphis hates me. That's right. And I, I don't want that. I want Memphis to win. I just don't <laughs> think they're gonna cover. So my first game. Is is my favorite game. I'm picking a team that got blown out Saturday. Now I love to take a team that I think is a well, decent but, team. But, but which one? Well, 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 hang on. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Okay. I love to take a team that I think is a decent team. Okay. That's a competitive team. They fight hard and they go get their butt whipped. I want to take them the next week. A because everybody in the country done got off the ship. Everybody, all oh, that dogs, they, they can't win. You know, bet against them, bet against them. Kentucky, at home, minus three and a half points. The line opened at like six. No, I, I think it was. I think it was seven. Okay, I really. Think I it was never seven. saw seven. That's crazy. And them Tennessee fans are just pounding it. They are betting the house on their Vols against Kentucky. You know what? The fans might be feeling it. The players have quit. They have absolutely quit. If Butch Jones coaches this football team Saturday, which he That's should, because, because if you hadn't fired him yet, you're not going to fire him before the game, I would doubt. That, that, that team has quit on him. 
and and I like South uh, uh, Kentucky coming into this game. I think they're going to win. I, I thought as long as it's less than a touchdown, I'm taking Kentucky. Kentucky is not a bad team. They went into Starkville. They got pushed around. They got beat up. They're not going to have that against Tennessee. They're just not. So that's my first game. All right, I, I could I could see that. I can understand that. All right, my second game. And I think you and I are going head-to-head on these. So I, here, I'm going, to, I'm going to move to another one first. Okay. If there is one thing that Missouri does well, it is beat the absolute piss out of bad football teams. I understand that UConn beat Tulsa last week. I think that's why this line is so low. But look, Tulsa looked absolutely like garbage last week. And I understand why. I should have never bet on them because they were traveling from damn Oklahoma up to UConn for an 11 a.m. Central Time game. It was 10 a.m. their time. I get it. I understand. But this go-round, UConn is not going to have that much success. I know they're at home. But Missouri, Drew Locke, they run up the score on teams like this. And they're only an 11-point favorite. So I'm taking Missouri minus 11. Drew Locke's going to have like seven touchdowns. This UConn defense is garbage. I don't care that Tulsa only scored 14 points. I saw Memphis put 70 on this bunch in their stadium. You think Missouri ain't going to do the same thing? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Missouri minus 11 at UConn. Let's roll it. Not bad. Next game, I'm going with UAB. UAB's going down to Southern Miss, catching 13 and a half points. They are still not getting any respect at all from Vegas. I thought they were getting a little respect last week. Well, they did, but then they got beat. Yeah, but that's that's like the second game of the season they haven't covered. Oh, yeah, I know. But that that's why the line jumped up like this. That's crazy. That's just so foolish. If people look one week ahead, that's nuts. It's UAB teams fighting hard. They're not getting blown out by anybody. I don't know that they've lost by 14 to anybody except for one or two Ball games. Ball State. Ball State, that first it was game. Only, it was only one game. Yeah. Ball State. And, and I know Southern Miss has played well. Southern Miss is, is improving. But I, they, I like this UAB team. I think they're well coached. And uh, and I think they're coming to play. Catching 13 and a half points, just too much. No respect. All right, third game. You and I are going head-to-head on this one. By the way, Kentucky, yeah, opening was six. You were right on that. So I thought it was seven. I thought I saw it somewhere at seven. I was wrong. It was uh, It was six. So, uh, but yeah, that's moved from six to three and a half. Like, Tennessee fans are pounding that line right now. Um, All right, so head-to-head, look, you like this going one way. I love it going the other direction. TCU and Iowa State. I love Iowa State. Plus six and a half at home. Their defense is on fire. They have found a quarterback. Look, they held Texas Tech to 13 points last week. 13 point in their own stadium. I love TCU. I understand. I got that. But look, TCU next week, you know where they're playing. No. I don't either, actually. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Week 10 next week? No, next next week is November 4th. I forgot that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play next week. I'm about to say, next week they play Texas at home. I don't think they're. Oh, I don't think they're looking that. ahead for that one. Uh, but either way, they got a they got a stretch here coming up. <laughs> they got a stretch coming up where they got a bunch of road games. Well, yeah, they're going to play in Oklahoma. They're going to play in um, 
I think they still. I think they still have West Virginia on the schedule. No, they just beat. West no, they just beat West Virginia. They got Iowa State. They got Texas. They got Oklahoma. They got. That might be it. No, there's somebody else. There's somebody else. I don't know who it is. But either way, they got a stretch coming up that I don't know that they're going to be able to to walk through. And, oh, Kansas State. No, they already beat Kansas State. No, but say they beat Kansas State. It might be Kansas. They haven't played them yet. Either way, I'll pull this thing up regardless. They haven't played Baylor yet. Regardless, Iowa State has looked great. And they've they've got an awesome quarterback right now who was playing linebacker before this. But Matt Campbell is a hell of a coach. And Gary Patterson, look, I love TCU. But they have not been flawless this year. No. I understand the defense is good. But this is the kind of offense that can give them trouble. I love Iowa State plus six and a half here. Tell me why you don't like that. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking TCU. I, look, Iowa State, I don't know in the history of Iowa State have they ever won back-to-back games. They're on a two-game winning streak. There is no way they're going to be on a three-game winning streak. Now, I know they don't have to win the game at six and a half points. This TCU defense is better than any defense they will play the entire season. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's uh, at Iowa State, Texas, at Oklahoma, at Texas Tech, and then Baylor to close out. Yeah, okay. So, this TCU defense is going to be way better than any they've played all season. I do not look for them to be running the score up like they have against Oklahoma and some of these other teams in the Big 12 that do not play defense, okay? You can get lucky, and you can do stuff like that against Texas Tech and Oklahoma. You can't do that against TCU. Gary Patterson is the best coach in that conference, and I don't know that it's close. I think you're probably right about that. And so you got a hot team. Everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. Everybody's drinking the Iowa State. Oh, they're coming home. They got a big, big win. This number, I bet before the the last two weeks of Iowa State's record, I'm going to bet that this number would have been closer to 14 or 17 points. And because Iowa State has done what they've done, this number has dropped and dropped and dropped. Well, it's, and dropped. it's, it's actually a, a three-game winning streak, which – because it was Oklahoma, Kansas, and then Texas Oh, yeah, Tech. That, that forgot they had Kansas in the middle of and that. And they, they yeah. put up points they on everybody. They should have beaten Kansas. Yeah, I mean, they, they But beat none Kansas. of those teams play defense. You can't say they put up <laughs> points against everybody and then say, oh, but they're finally going to play the best defense in the conference and probably a top five defense in the country. I, I mean, like, we're having a different conversation. Oklahoma's bust-ass defense and TCU. Don't talk to me about Texas Tech's defense. That's crazy. I think Iowa State's actually got a pretty good defense, too. They might, but it doesn't matter. They've played uh, – their defense is is on par with everybody else in that conference. And guess but what? But TCU's is better. And guess what? TCU still finds ways to win, and they beat up on people. We can – you know what? That's good. This is good. We, we can, can disagree. We can – and we can cut out the middleman. I saved the juice. Yeah. I bet you, you bet me. Bookie don't have to make no money this week. Here's the problem. I already put that bet in, man. Oh, well then. <laughs> your bookie's going to make some money. That's a, hey, you, you may think so, but we have seen crazy things happen. All right, my next roll up. Number four, college football. NC State plus seven and a half at Notre Dame. Look, Notre Dame, everybody is telling them that they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
They run the football on everybody. Like, that's the biggest thing about this team. What's the kid's name? Josh Adams? Yep. Brandon Wimbush? They Look, they're Heisman Trophy candidates now, right? All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Uh, like, people were just waiting for him to get that one big win. Best player like, in college I will, football, I will I tell you right now, USC is hot garbage on defense. They're hot garbage all over the field, but they, especially on defense. Look, that win last week was not unexpected. I had that game. I, I chose not to put it on the stupid podcast because I kept looking at it and I talked myself out of it. But I made that bet. It was my biggest bet last week, the first day that the line came out. First day. Got it at four and a half. And then it ended up going down to three and a half. But look, NC State, they just sat at home last week and watched the whole thing. And I understand that NC State's got Clemson like next week. I got that. But this ain't next week. You got a chance to go into Notre Dame with them coming off of a major league win. And everybody is crowning them now. They're all talking about Notre Dame's going to be in the playoff. And all. The, and so now, Brian Kelly's got all these kids that think they're just the most amazing team in the world. Look, this line is seven and a half. The one thing that NC State is absolutely amazing at, stopping the run. Defense. That, that front, that front seven. That is, is an NFL. We've front talked. Seven. We've talked about this. Oh yes, oh yes. If it wasn't for the South Carolina game, this team would be undefeated right now. Yep. That's look. They're a top fifteen team right now. They're number fourteen. They would be undefeated, top eight, top seven, whatever. Right now, going in, going into this game undefeated. You're right. NC State. They may not just cover the spread. They may win this game outright. I love. I love NC State. So I don't remember if we had this conversation on podcast or off. We've had a lot of talks. <laughs> One thing I like about NC State, this NC State team gets no respect. Before the season started, people were picking them to be like dark horses to win the ACC. Yeah. But then when the season started, they lost to South Carolina, and people just kind of put them in a closet. Oh, put they them in a they jumped off the bandwagon and, fast. And I think that's where NC State thrives. because okay. Cole, uh, Cole Kublik? Was the one guy that said, "Look, this team's gonna make the playoff," and everybody here's, was like, "What?" You know, here's what, is- here's what I think is really funny. All these teams come up into NC State. They thinking they big, and they thinking they're bad. And the NC State said, "Pop," we'll slap them down, and they just 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 pop them down, and yeah. that's it. That's what they do best. When you got the big chest, when you think you swing. No, I definitely didn't say this on the podcast. <laughs> I just remember the line. But, but when you think you swing in the big stick, they slap that stick right down. Yep. Slap it right down. They get no respect, but they are the bullies. And that defense is bad. That's my favorite pick of the week. You and I, we try not to pick the same, give you a couple of different games, a bunch of different options. But that is my favorite pick of the week. I love NC State this week. Tomorrow, you'll find out how much I love them. My fourth pick <laughs> is another big game. Big, big game. Penn State, plus six and a half at the Buckeyes. Now, look, I like Penn State in this spot, but I'm I'm very hesitant here because after a big revenge game last week, now they have to go to somebody else's stadium in a big revenge game. And Ohio State has been blowing the doors off of people. So, I'm hesitant with this. Let me tell you, let me comment on their blowing the doors off people. I understand they're playing they're, nobody. But, and, and we kind of keep saying that a lot. 
there are haves and have-nots in college football. Yeah. And and it's going to be that way for a while. When you play a have-not, it doesn't matter if you win by 10 or if you win by 40. It's the same win. Okay? It does not matter. Yeah, I mean, until Tennessee after that UMass game. I mean, it's it's a whole different... No, it, but they didn't win by 10. No, they won by 4. That's that I just said... No, I know. It doesn't matter if you win, but the perception changes. And Tennessee is not a have. They're not a have. Well, I mean, they're a dog ass team. Well, they are this year. No, you're talking about haves as far as haves talent. No, I'm talking about Ohio State, Penn State, Alabama, the the elite of the elite. I'm not talking about big schools, small schools. I'm talking about there is a difference between Purdue and Indiana and Penn State and Ohio State. Okay. Okay. No. I, there, okay. There's a sizable difference between Alabama and Arkansas. There yeah. is there is a sizable difference. Arkansas's got more money than anybody in the country with just three boosters, but it, it that's not what we're talking about. Okay. 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 There are the haves, and then there are the have-nots. All right. You beat up on the have-nots. It doesn't matter. You got to win those games. Yeah. That's fine. But but that's not impressive. Beating up on somebody smaller than you is not impressive. All right, and the fact that Penn State has a revenge game that they just came out of at no point in time were they in danger in that Michigan game. At no, no point right. in time were they in control. I don't think that they exerted so much effort and it took everything emotionally out of them that they can't get up for this game. I love the fact that it's on the road because James Franklin loves to stick it to people. We know that about him. I mean, that is that is true. Don't get me wrong there, but I mean – Hell, the only two games they lost last year were both on the road. But it's irrelevant. They they just lost the games because the teams were better than them. Yeah, at that point in time, yeah, they lost to Pittsburgh. That, that, what forty yeah, two to thirty nine. Early then, on, they lost to Pittsburgh, which and then that's they lost to robbery. Michigan, and they lost to, to Michigan. They got blown out. I I think this Ohio State team. I saw a stat the other day, and I do not remember. It. I hate that I don't remember it, but I think they're like five and twelve or something in these big games against top five teams. Like, it's not a good record. Oh, where they're, where they're favored. Yeah, where they're favored, uh, it's yeah. not a good record at all. Well, because it, it, that counts Michigan State, that counts, you know, whoever. Yep, I'm, yep. I'm with you, okay. And 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 I, I, it just wouldn't, I think they're the better team. I think Penn State is better than them. I think Ohio State's offense has been looking good against just garbage defenses. I think that's crazy. Right now, LSU's offense hasn't looked bad the last two weeks. That doesn't mean we're a good offense, okay? Ohio State's offense has looked great the last couple of weeks. That doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. You know what offense is good? Penn State's. That's true. That defense hadn't been hit like this, and that defense hadn't tried to tackle anybody close to Saquon Barkley. Now, you're right about that. I'm taking Penn State. I'm taking the money. I'm taking – I love, I love, I love, I love this Penn State team. But you know that. We I've made that clear. This is this is a team that they caught my eye early and I immediately said that team has a chance to knock off Alabama and I don't think anybody else in the country does. Now that's right, you did say that. You did say that after that first weekend. Very and that was against a high school team. Yeah. But they just look different than everybody else yeah, offensively. They, they look the part. They look the part. All right, so Penn State plus six and a half. Love it. You're not going to like this pick. Game number five for me. I understand it, and I can't do it, but I'm, I understand you are. Washington State at Arizona. 
Look, I got it at plus two and a half. It has moved up to plus, plus three, three, which means more people are taking Washington State right now. But look, and this thing may—I mean, by Friday, by Saturday, it may jump out even more. I may put more money on it. That's how good I feel about this. Khalil Tate, that dude is a stud, an absolute beast. And Washington State, while they look good against Colorado last week, look, Colorado ain't got no offense. Man, but Arizona right now, this team is absolutely rolling over everybody. I understand that that game with Cal last week went to or went to overtime and all that. But look, if you just want to play, you know, transcendent properties and all that or whatever properties, I forget what I'm even saying right now. But regardless, Arizona beat Cal last week. Cal beat up on Washington yeah. State a couple weeks ago. So if you want to do that, transitive properties, that's it. Yeah. So if you want to do that, I'm still good here. But Arizona at home, Saturday night. Look, Khalil Tate. Washington State's got a, a good defense, but they ain't seen nothing like this kid. No, no. I don't know that there's a defense in the country that could stop him. No, I really, I really don't. I, I, he may be a, a dark horse Heisman kid. Rich Rod should be fired for waiting this damn long to f- figure well, out this yeah. guy should be in the in the game. It took other people getting hurt to get him in the game. That's that's my problem. That's my problem. Like, it's just unbelievable. Why, why was he not starting day one, week one? Well, we'll tell you this. His his throwing? It don't matter. It's not It's great. college, man. It's in the pro game. Well, but that's, you can, that's one of the things is that practice is so different. That No, from, you're right. Because they practice the throwing. They don't practice the runs with the quarterback. Yeah. So, it, it's so different from what an actual game is. And, and Rich Rodriguez, I mean, he's got Pat White all over again. If anybody remembers 2007 – when Pat White was just rolling all over everybody in the old Big East, mm-hmm. like that's what this kid is. He's unbelievable. He can't throw it as well as Pat White, but this kid and is. And they don't have the receivers West Virginia had either. He's he's Lamar Jackson with not as good of a throwing motion. No, but he is a stud. He is going to run the football. And it's not just him. And, and you like, can't stop it. Arizona as a team has done pretty well this year against basically everybody, even before this kid started playing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you remember the Houston game against them, and and it was what nineteen sixteen. I mean, it's look, they've been doing this all year long. They looked a lot better. That team last year was garbage. They fixed something. So let me tell you something I like about Mike Leeds. Right. You know, you know, we love him, right? I cannot believe we didn't talk about this the other day when we did our college football recap. So, all right. So on yesterday's podcast with GP, yeah. I brought up to him, I said, you know, have you, and I don't know if you've listened to this or not, but um, I brought up to him, hey, have you heard about all this Mike Leach stuff? And he said, no, I hadn't heard a single thing. I said, tell me whether or not this is going to hurt him getting bigger jobs. And he said, okay. And I said, he set up a rally outside of the Iowa State game, Iowa State and Texas Tech. He set up a website, paycoachleach.com. He's got people signing a petition to get him he was never paid his $2.5 million yep. from Texas Tech's best season ever, yep. 2009. Yep. They just fired him and never paid him. That's right. And now he has hired a team of investigators. Did you? Is this what you were about to bring up? No. Oh, okay. This has he, nothing to do with what I'm bringing okay. up. He brought up, he hired a team of investigators to go dig into the personal lives 
of all the Texas Tech administrators. But it's not just Texas Tech administrators. There's a law on the books that he's fighting. So now we're getting yeah, into something so completely it's, it's, different. Yeah, there's, there's a, whole a bunch law of on stuff. the book. No, I have followed Mike Leach. I told you I'd follow him to the abyss. You damn sure I'm going to follow him online just to see what he's fighting and what he's not <laughs> fighting. Damn, that's an easy follow. No, so no. What I'm talking about is offense comes out in the Colorado game, has another shitty three and out, just like they have yep. last couple of weeks. He's been pulling oh, aside, chewing about. their butts out. Yeah. This time, at home, on his own sidelines, in the rain, gets, in the rain, gets his entire offense, offensive line, quarterback. You get your butt over here, running backs, receivers, everybody, everybody. He's got them doing up downs while the defense is out there playing defense right now. <laughs> and I thought this is the craziest some bitch I ever met in my life. Yes, I love this man. I am with you. Here's the thing about Washington State. While we love him, you need to understand that he, one of the appeals of him is he has flaws. He's a pirate. He's got scars. He's going he's gonna to mess stuff up, and he's going to find the dirty way to get out of it. I mean, he he does things that people don't always like, and you got to kind of cringe a little bit, or you might question. But that's why he's a pirate, not a hero. Exactly. That's one of the things I love about him. So I saw that line, and I wasn't touching it because if I was – I would be taking Arizona. Yeah. And I, I, so, so, but good luck to you. I'll be rooting against you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I understand that. Leach, my boy. My last game, college, Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. By the way, Arizona plus two and a half is my pick. Okay. (laughs) Texas Tech right now, plus 19 and a half at Oklahoma. Got beat at home last week by 18. By Iowa State. Name but I'm a, with you. Name a team Oklahoma's beaten by 20 all damn season. Because I just went through the last five weeks. Tulane. And they haven't. They they beat Tulane. Oh, that's right. They covered against like Tulane. 56 to 14 or whatever because I bet damn Tulane. But I just. They, that was the right side. Yeah. You heard, Jesus. you heard the right way. I went through their schedule and I went through it. Seven. Kansas State beat by seven. Uh, what was it? Texas. They beat by five. That haven't covered any of these lines. Lost straight out to, to Iowa State, um, and then they were off. Had a bye week. Did they? Did they miss somebody? Like, did they injure somebody? Like, I, I don't. I don't understand what the hell happened here. I don't know. And then, and then they, they were, they were and then rolling. They, and then they only beat Baylor by eight. Yeah. And then before that, you're getting into week three. That, that far was up. The, That's week the three two was the two lane. lane game. Then they had the Ohio State. So they had they had the a, first three weeks, big wins. They looked Great. like national title contenders. After since that. Then. They they cannot blow anybody out. Now I know Texas Tech just got beat at home, which is one of the things I like. Yeah, yeah Texas Tech is not a dog team. They're not Tennessee. That team hasn't quit on their coach. No, they they're fighting had, for their coach. They just had a crap week, so they're going to come out. They're going to fight like hell. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but Oklahoma has not beaten anybody by 20 since Tulane in Week Three. Yeah, why on earth would I think that they would come into this game and beat them by 20? Beat Baylor by eight, Texas by five. Texas Tech's better than those teams. Are you damn right about that? So, okay. So Texas Tech plus nineteen and a half. Plus nineteen and a half. And I would tell you, it wouldn't surprise me if because the country gets behind these big schools like Oklahoma, that it would not shock me if if uh, if this number just gets bigger and bigger. If it goes up to like maybe yeah. twenty one. So when you get closer to the game, you could probably get twenty and a half, twenty one. I wonder, like, what is it? Is it right now 19 and a half? Right now, 19 and a half. Okay. We're recording this on Tuesday evening. So it hadn't really uh, it hadn't really moved at all since since it opened. No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. 
Yeah, I'm looking for it right now just to make sure. Because like, if it starts moving the other direction, then I'm going to be scared of it. But, because this is one of those things where it's, you know, the two-lane game, I thought really, like, coming off of a big win over Ohio State, you know, two-lane's got a really weird... Yeah, but it's just one of those deals where they've got, you know, it, we, we talked about this in the past. It's not the X's and the Joe's, it's Tom and the, you know, X's and O's, and not, it's, it's Tom and Joe's. It's and Joe's. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they just don't have the dudes. No, you're right. They don't have the dudes that Oklahoma has. Texas Tech doesn't have them either, but Texas Tech's not that far separated from them that... Uh, well, I think between is. between Cliff Kingsbury and, and Lincoln Riley, like this will end up being a coaching matchup. Yep. And well, and the biggest, and it'll be a close game. Well, and the biggest thing is is Texas Tech will figure out how to score. Okay, yep. they didn't last week. They did some stupid stuff, which is what caused well, they, them to lose that game. To run the football, which is dumb. They'll get away from that. They'll figure that out. But but they'll score. Well, well, if they're going to put up twenty five thirty, which they do every game, I mean, damn, that means Oklahoma's got to score fifty. Yeah, and not that they can't. But but they just they haven't been. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You're right about that. All right, let's move into NFL. Let's because we we've been running long. Okay, and let's go ahead and uh, and knock out these. Uh, first game for me, the Panthers at the Bucks. I got the Bucks minus two and a half. Now I know that lately you have not been a big fan of picking favorites, but I did pretty good with them last week. I love the Bucks coming back home, coming off losses, not feeling real good about themselves. But the Panthers have looked pretty bad last few weeks. I wouldn't touch either one of these teams. I like the Bucks here. I think they you, put up points. You, I think you've been coming. I think coming home, like I, I think they're going to do pretty good this go round. So Bucks minus two and a half at home against the Panthers. I'm taking the Dolphins Thursday night football. That's tonight. If you're listening to this on Thursday, the day it comes out, Dolphins plus three against the Ravens. I don't know that Baltimore should be favored against anybody in the damn country other than the Browns. Well, here's the reason why this line is like it is, is because Jay Cutler's out for like two, three weeks. And Matt Moore is a better quarterback than Jay Cutler. Matt Moore came in that game, and their offense blew up. Yeah. That's just, this is just ridiculous. They should have never gotten Jay Cutler. They should have never spent the money. They should have saved the money or went out and spent it on somebody else. And, well, I think it's it's one of those things where you know what you've got with Matt Moore, right? Because you but saw you're in the rolling playoffs. the dice for no, 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 don't don't give me this saw in the playoffs. They look he looked great in the playoffs until he got concussed, and then after the concussion he fell apart. But he's yeah. not going to come out of the game. That's true. I mean, they didn't have anybody. No, he he was it. So Matt Moore's a better quarterback. It, it, other than my Browns. Should the Ravens be favored against anybody? You put the 0-6 49ers against them. I don't know that they should be favored. I mean, that should be a pick em game. This yeah. Ravens team is garbage. Yeah, I think I'm probably with you on that. Take the Dolphins. Free money. <laughs> free money. They're the, they're the worst 3-3 three and three team in the league. I think they're 4-2. and two. God, dog. They're the worst 4-2 and two team in the country. They're going to be the worst 5-2 and two team in the country. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Game number two for me. The Bears, plus nine at the Saints. Look, the Saints are on a five-game winning streak. Five-game winning Saints. streak. My New Orleans Saints. And that's that's cool. I'm with you. Go ahead. I'm Number look. one in that division. Who that? Who that? I'm with you. But look, nine points against this defense right now, maybe a little too much. Look, had the Packers had any kind of real running game, any kind of real defense here, they would have kept that game closer than nine points. It was a 26-17 game, and they couldn't do it. And the Bears have been playing lights out on defense. Mitch Trubisky 
They're not asking him to do too much. They're keeping the game plan simple. <laughs> that, that's the understatement of the year. Yeah, no. What did he throw it like seven times? He's got he's got twelve completions in two weeks. Yeah, twelve. That's in yeah, two weeks. Seven it, completions was, last week. Five the week before. That and that's that's all he needs. He was seven for twelve. But look, when you got Jordan Howard running, and that's that's the thing that I think the Saints are not great at stopping. They can't stop the run. And it's not that they can't. They're, they're just not great at it. They stop it when they need to. But look, nine points here. No, that's a lot of that's points. That's a lot the, of in points. In the NFL, if you're laying nine, you usually want to take the dog just because it just doesn't exactly. work. Exactly, because the Bears are playing really well, and the Saints have been playing well too. But but look, five-game winning streak, something's got to give here. I love the Bears here. I think they keep this game close. I think the Saints probably win, but I, I feel like this is a field goal game either way. Yeah, that that doesn't. Yeah, that that game that game doesn't bother me. It, I, I'm gonna stay away from it. At some point in time, they're gonna have to have Mitch Trubisky do something more than throw seven times. Yeah, I agree. And that's just the difference. Second pick for me, another team is favored that I have no idea why they are favored. I'm taking the New York Jets on the road plus four and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. Well, no, the Jets are at home. Oh yeah, they're at home. Oh yeah. damn, the Falcons are on the road and favored. Yeah, that's even worse. It's it's even more disrespectful. Right now, Josh McCown is like the number five overall quarterback in the NFL. It, is it disrespectful to be favored over the Jets? Really? I mean, yes. And I understand that they're playing well and whatnot. No, but like, no, no, there's not, still not the just, national perception. No, I don't no, think it's disrespect. Not, I think not, it's not the, just not just they are playing well. The Falcons are playing garbage. Yes, absolute bad. All right. They everybody has come into Foxborough and put up 300 yards, and they got one garbage time touchdown. Yeah, they, that game they, was over and done with before they ever sniffed the red zone. Yeah, I mean they attempted two 50 yard field goals and missed both of them. Got one and, blocked and, and the Jets one. have a, a better defense than the Pats. The, the Jets have a real good defense and Josh. Don't look now, dude. I was looking at stats. Josh McCown is distinct. St- Statistically, yes. <laughs> rated, man, we are having hard times with words. Rated like the number five or number six quarterback in the country right now. Good lord. Now a lot of that's because some of these other people are going up and down. They're yo-yoing yeah. so much, but it he's consistent. He's consistent, and he's doing well. That running back doing core well. is yeah, like uh, they're doing. Bilal Powell, yeah, they're doing. I think Powell's been out a little bit, but they've got uh, Fournette and they've got a couple other dudes. Not Fournette. Uh, not was, Fournette. Was uh, Forte. 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 Yeah, Matt Forte is actually showing up pretty good. And 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 they got a decent offensive line, but that defense is putting them in good positions. And and McCown's making plays. I, I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think Atlanta is a dog team. I mean, we talked yeah. about that before the season started. Super Bowl hangovers are a real thing. The only game this entire schedule that they have looked good at, where they've beaten somebody from start to finish, was against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and that was the opening of the stadium. Other than that, they should have lost to Atlanta, uh, to the Bears, and they should have lost to the Lions. Both of those games they should have lost. That They should have one win on the season. Damn, isn't that crazy to think about? But that's the Super Bowl. It would have been the same thing last year when we saw the Panthers. Yeah, because they were one and five. Yeah, I mean that's that they should they should have the same record as the Panthers right now. And what we say about the Panthers? They're a dog ass team. Yeah, you cannot right. play. You're right. All right, game number three for me. Last game NFL slate for me. Uh, before we get to your last game, the Cowboys at the Redskins. Look, Redskins are at home. They kind of got it handed to them a little bit by the Eagles. Before that, they were they were kind of rolling. I love this defense. 
This defense can stop the run. Look, Dak Prescott cannot throw the football like Carson Wentz. I love Dak, but he can't throw the football like that. Carson Wentz is, is otherworldly. By the way, let's talk about this for two seconds. MVP candidate? Oh, no, he's the front runner. I mean, like, for real. No, like, I don't, I don't think it's close. I don't think it is either. I think I really the Eagles don't. are the best team in football, and, and it is – uh, it's he's it's still, a huge part of it. It's still incredibly surprising to me because I really thought that Washington was going to come in and win that game, but man, whoo! So yeah, so back to the Redskins. Redskins, their defense is still. I mean, look, they got players all over the field. They are going to be hungry in this one. They're at home. They got the Cowboys coming in, the hated Cowboys, because you know this bunch hates the Cowboys, and I'm catching points. So let me tell you why you're catching points. I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown because I follow the Redskins a lot. Because you know I like them a lot. I watch them. They don't have a lot of depth. Jonathan Allen. Mm -hmm. Don't know if he's going to make it. He's hurt. Uh, Oh, God. Uh, Norman. Missing time. Yeah, I know. So their two best defensive players out. Yeah. Okay. Offensive line has been great. They got three offensive linemen out. Yeah. They, They are a shell of themselves personnel-wise right now where it matters in the trenches. I don't know if that team can hold up, and I don't know that it's going to be anybody's fault if they don't. Yeah. If they don't, it's not – it's it's just they don't have the depth. They don't have the numbers in the trenches to be able to lose guys like that and still play with big boys. That game was really close against the Eagles the other night. and Until – Offensive linemen started going down, and then the Eagles just took uh, Cousins out of the game. Yeah, they took the run game out of the game. They they physically beat him up, which put the defense or the offense in good field position, and and then there was just no looking back. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Um, I, I'm I'll be rooting for you because you know I like to make fun of the Cowboys, and and I love this Redskins team. But that that number scares me. The reason they're catching points. Is because of all the injuries. It's because of all I'm, the injuries. I'm with you on that, but it, here's the thing. I don't care. I'm hoping it's a rivalry game and That's Washington exactly just what I'm stands looking at. up. Washington needs the win. No, they, no, they, they need. absolutely need the win. Cowboys coming off a beatdown of the 49ers. I think two teams from this division are getting the playoffs. It's either going to be the Cowboys or the Skins. It's yeah. not going to be the Giants. And I love that the Skins are at home in this one. Yeah, no, you want it. So that's a good one. Good luck. I'll be I'll be rooting for you. My last one. Okay. I I, I got a broken heart this week. <laughs> All right. Other than terrific Tom, the Golden Boy, my favorite player for the last ten years of my life of watching football has been Joe Thomas. I I feel like I have this connection with him. He doesn't know I'm alive. And but that, but he's almost like your best friend. God, he really is. He just doesn't. <laughs> he just doesn't know it yet. If I stalk anybody, look, it's not Tom. It's it's Joe way more than Tom. Oh yeah. He's out for the season. Yep. He's the only shining hope on that whole team. And they they're done. This offensive line is not good. The left side was good because of him, and he's gone. I think. I think the Vikings now, I told you, stay away from big numbers. This is nine and a half. The Browns have covered a lot of these big numbers when they've been favored. They're losing games by three or four. Not by nine. It doesn't, uh, that's about to change. 
that's about to change. These numbers are going to have to get in the double digits because defensive fronts are going to murder, murder yeah. whoever plays quarterback. And it doesn't matter. And they don't have – guess what? They don't have anybody to play quarterback. So so whatever craptastic person gets to catch the ball back there, he's going to get killed. He's well, just I mean, my God, the last destroyed. The last two weeks, it's been a bunch of Deshaun Kaiser, a bunch of Kevin Hogan – a bunch of uh, Cody Kessler, uh, Cody Kessler mixing Kessler. in there. No, like and, and now they, they haven't. They they no. won't sit with anybody. That's right. And now and what? But they can't because none of them are good. Yeah, they let Josh McCown walk, and he's getting paid like the league minimum. And they yep. let him walk, and he's like the fifth best quarterback in the league. He's a professional quarterback, and they let him walk for these kids. And don't get me started on the Kaiser draft pick. We've already been through that. We've been through that a thousand, thousand times. times. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings might be the best defense in the country. They yep. might. I don't know that they are better than Seattle. I don't know that they are better than Jacksonville. But but I know Houston, these other big defensive teams. But I know that they're in the conversation. Oh yeah, and that defense is going to score at least once, maybe twice. Um, and and their offense, their offense is good. Their offense is yep. not bad. Even with Dalvin Cook out, even with Sam Bradford they're, out, they're like, running different running backs in, and everybody's getting positive yards. They'll do that against Cleveland pretty okay. easily. It is nine and a half. This is the early game. If you want to wait and see what that line looks like, you got to wake up early on Sunday because it's London, so it's I, like seven thirty, eight thirty our time. Well, no, I think it's I think it's nine thirty kick. Nine thirty our time. Yeah. Okay. So so you you gotta you gotta wake up. And you got to go get it, but I, I'm going to be betting the Vikings, my Minnesota Vikings. I don't think it's going to go any lower than nine and a half. I mean, that, it may end up going up to like eleven. It could. I can't imagine anybody putting money on 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 the Browns. No, and I can't. A, I can't see a, a scenario where they play this close. No, I could. I, I see what you're talking about. I Break, see what you're talking about. It breaks about. my heart. Get well, Joe. Don't, All right. don't leave Cleveland. All right, that's going to wrap this thing up. Let's go ahead and uh, and give the recap. My, well, I'll run with my college football ones first, and then we'll get Chris's. Uh, first off, Friday night, I got Tulane plus 11 at Memphis. Uh, TCU at Iowa State. I got Iowa State plus 6.5. I got Missouri minus 11 at UConn. I got NC State plus 7.5 at Notre Dame. And I've got Arizona plus 2.5 at home against Washington State. Who are you rolling with? I got Kentucky minus three and a half at home against Tennessee. UAB plus 13 and a half uh, at Southern Miss. I'm going against you. TCU minus six and a half on the road at Iowa State. Penn State plus six and a half in the horseshoe at Ohio State. And Texas Tech plus 19 and a half at Oklahoma. All right, NFL picks. I got uh, the Bucks minus two and a half at home against the Garbage Panthers. I got the Bears plus nine at the Saints because that's just too many damn points against a good defense. And the Redskins plus two and a half at home against the Cowboys. Injuries be damned. I'm taking the Dolphins plus three at the Ravens. I'm taking the Jets plus four and a half at home against the Falcons. And I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings minus nine and a half points in London against the Browns. All right, that's going to wrap this thing up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. 
You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com, and we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time... Have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.